Do you remember the movie Cool Runnings? It was like one of the best movies back in 1990s. Uh, I think it was in 1993. It was made by Walt Disney. But it was about four Jamaican guys who decided to take a risk and start a bobsled team in Jamaica, the first Jamaican bobsled team, and they take it all the way to the Olympics. And if you haven't seen the movie, I'll just let you watch it, and you can see the ending, so I won't spoil anything. But at the beginning scene of this movie, uh, the first guy that kind of gets the whole team together and going and is like the motivational person of the team, he, um, you'll see him running, and he's trying to go into this like finals. He wants to win this finals running race. I think it's the 100-meter dash. Um, to go to the Olympics for running. So that's his initial dream, his initial plan. And so you see him doing the training. He's running around the island. Everybody loves him. Everybody's cheering for him, and his wife is all for him. And so he gets to the day of the race that is the qualifications for this Olympic race. And so as he's about to turn, I'm sorry, not turn, as he's about to run down, he starts the race running, and all of a sudden the guy next to him falls and trips him up and he falls so he see he looks up with all the sand and dirt on his face and he looks up and he sees the other guy win the race and now he gets to go on to the olympics and do this dream that this guy wanted to do and so i want to encourage you today with something that really made me think about this race and how it can relate to our lives our spiritual walks with christ you know, there's a lot of times that we could be running our race, we can be training, we can be reading our Bibles, we could be praying up, we can be going all kinds of different Bible studies. But if we're allowing sin to entangle us, almost like putting shackles on our feet, we're going to trip up and we're going to fall down. And then when we look up, we might see other people like successfully running their Christian walk. We see this person over here that just looks like they have it all together. Or this person over here always answers the questions at church. Or this person always posting on social media how perfect their life is going and their marriage is going where we feel like we're suffocating in our own. Or our kids are not doing as good as other people's kids. And we start comparing our race with other people's successes or where they're at in their race of life. Or even start comparing our spiritual walk with other people's spiritual walks. Like, oh, I'm not as good as her. Or he always knows the answer. Or, you know, this person seems like they never struggle with sin. I can never be like that. Oh, I just can't stand them. You know, we start doing this and we're causing ourselves to not run the race God set before us. I want to encourage you with a Bible verse today. Um, and it's found in Hebrews 11. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Hebrews 12, 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So here Paul is, in, is trying to encourage the church that we need to set aside anything that's going to weigh us down, anything that we're willingly, it's like whenever we start worrying and stressing over things or if we're struggling with a sin, we're basically willingly putting these cuffs around our feet and then trying to expect to run and we're just going to fall every single time. I know with myself, I struggle with worry, I struggle with stress, I really struggle with um, just being very self-paranoid about um, 
just a lot of things. Just, you know, my self-confidence kind of is lacking in a lot of areas of my life. Um, relationships kind of struggle with. And so I get so wrapped up in like how I want to say this to this person or how I want to come off that I'm tripping over myself and I'm not running the race that's set before me. I'm making my life about me and not about Christ. And here he's trying to say, you know, set it aside, put it away, the weights. Who in the world is going to want to add weights to their feet when they're getting ready to start the, a race? Nobody does that. Now, you train maybe like that. I've seen people tie, you know, um, a rope to a tire and then tie it around their belly and kind of like run across the track. I remember a guy that was in my high school that would do that. Um, you know, and it'd be silly if he did that at the actual race, right? Like he wants to be light. He doesn't want to be heavy. So we do this in our spiritual walk. If we're struggling with um, doubt, if we're struggling with lies that we think, you know, God couldn't forgive me of this sin or God, God doesn't want to use me because I always mess up. Well, then we're not believing the promises that God puts out for us in his word of how he wants to redeem us. He wants to restore us. He wants to use us, how he doesn't need us, but he wants us and how he finds you significant and how much in Psalm 139 talks about how many thoughts he has for you that the number couldn't even be calculated. It's just too numerous the thoughts that he has for you. And so we have to remember these promises. And so when we start dwelling on the lies, the stress, the fears, the comparison game, we're basically falling on our face like the man in the beginning scene of Cool Runnings. And I want to share with you an illustration that kind of puts us all together. A few years back, um, my family and I, it was right after New Year's, we decided we wanted to play with some of the toys the kids got for Christmas up at the gym of my in-laws church. And so we went up there, and my husband was getting out his drone. I got him for Christmas and trying to let it fly. Well, the kids were, like, following him around, and he was just learning how to fly it. So he was like, guys, you know, back up a little bit. So I realized they were kind of getting in his way and decided, let's let him practice flying it, and then you guys come over here with me and play. So we got their little, um, Kayla got a shopping cart. She was two at the time. Brock was four at the time, and he got, like, a big giant dump truck toy. So I said, let's run. Let's see if we can race from this wall to the other end and back. And whoever gets here first wins. Well, I kind of knew my four-year-old son was going to win, but I decided to help Kayla. So I said, go. And so we started running down the gym. My son, you know, is pushing his big dump truck. He hits the wall and turns around and goes back before we could even get to the wall. When we hit the wall and turned around, Brock was already near the finish line, so I kind of knew like it was over. But I told Kayla, I was like, keep going, Kayla, keep going. So she's running as fast as her little legs can go, pushing this grocery cart. And I start getting in front of her and start turning around and running backwards, kind of coaching her, running backwards. And Brock gets to the finish line, you know, shouts, I win. Um, but I still coach her. I'm like, keep going, keep going. Don't quit, Kayla, keep going. And I reach the finish line about 10 feet in front of her, and I yelled as loud as I could, keep going, Kayla, one more time, just go. She looks at me at the biggest smile, lets go of her shopping cart, and just runs full force to my arms. And I remember just picking her up, swinging her around, we're giggling and laughing, and I'm encouraging her, like, way to go, way to finish. Um, all the while, my son's like, yay, Kayla, but I still won. <laughs> um, and But it, it dawned on me that night, and I wrote this back in my, I had a, um, daily devotional I wrote a couple years ago too about this and it encouraged me so much because this is what 
is like with God, with our race of this life. You know, I believe God's encouraging us with his words that to keep going, even though other people look like they're ahead of us in their spiritual walk or they're succeeding in life or whatever. When we start comparing ourselves, if Kayla would have stopped racing, well, then she wouldn't have enjoyed that ending with me. She wouldn't have enjoyed the experience of the victory at the end, even for her own little race. And that's kind of where we're at. If we're comparing ourselves with people, if we're stuck in a sin, if we're stuck with these shackles, so to speak, around our feet and we're not running, then we're just stuck. And we're not going to experience the joy of just the freedom of running full force into Jesus. So that's what Kayla did. She stopped what she she knew that her grocery cart was slowing her down. And so she threw it to the side and she just took off running to me. And I could tell you it was faster than when she had the shopping cart. And so I want to encourage you today with this, that if there's something that's slowing you down, let it go and just run full force into the direction of Jesus. You can find him in his word. You can find him through prayer, maybe even a song. Or maybe he's just out in creation, needing to show you that he's faithful with looking at the birds or his storms that he brings in and and takes away. Um, God can be found. Jesus is near. He doesn't want to leave you in your race alone. It is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So we do need to pace ourselves and we need to keep feeding ourselves with his word. We need to keep digesting, I guess you could say, his words, um, and then pouring it out of us to other people. You know, sometimes we get so filled with words from God that we see other people struggling. Maybe we see other people in their lanes falling down, struggling in certain sins. How can we encourage them? How can God use you to encourage somebody today that might be struggling or hurting? He can't use you if you're stuck yourself or if you're not poured into by God's word. So that's why it's so important as well with this Christian walk and this Christian race, I guess you could say, is that we need to encourage each other. We need to build each other up. Um, And so just today know this, that God has a purpose for you. He has your own race marked out for you, and he wants you to run with perseverance. He wants you to run hard after him. He doesn't want you to give up. He's like the coach at the end of the the finish line and he's yelling for the teammates to keep going. I, I know this from experience with my own coach. I used to run track and cross country and I could tell you in cross country it was three miles um, and I remember my coach at different mile markers and he would just you know, yell things at me to keep me going. And even at the finish line at track, just way to go, Aaron, keep it up, keep it up. You know, those types of things coaches do. And so that's what God is doing in our lives with people, with music, with his creation, with his word. He's encouraging us to keep going because at the end of the finish line is where we'll meet him. And one day we'll say it's all worth it. All the struggle, all the blood, sweat, and tears, it was all worth it for Christ. So if you feel down today, if you feel stuck, get up, let go of what's the lies, let go of the doubts, let go of the stress and the worries, and hold on to his hand. Run with him and stick close to him because he's going to get you through this life.